Sandman Podcast. I'm DJ Gove. Chris Davis. Sean Hogarty. Happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. Hey, end of summer. Yeah, how did it get to Labor Day so quickly? I don't know. You fell asleep in your basement. Look at the length of your beard. Yeah, you ripped it. Some ripped <laughs> silkskin thing going on there. <laughs> Look at the length well, of my beard. Well, in fairness, like we had no summer, and then August you couldn't even go outside because it was so disgusting, and now yeah. it's It winter. was awful. Yeah. it's uh, Now quite. there's leaves in my yard. <laughs> yeah. There were leaves in the pool this morning when I opened it for Harley. That's just wrong. Rat bastards. Yeah. But I, uh, just yeah. think, yesterday was the last Sunday without NFL football until February 20th. That is a positive. So, that is a positive. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. entering happy time. Very excited. Yeah, and I, I do, I like the passing, hopefully the final passing of kind of the the heavy humidity and stuff. You know, we've actually had the windows open uh, a few nights recently, which really is, it's so much nicer to wake up in mm-hmm. crisp, you know, like 60-ish, 58-ish air. Um, mm-hmm. I do like the best. that. It's the best. But, what so it's been, it's been up to? Three weeks since we last recorded- um, which is kind of insane. Bad. Well, bad fan men, bad, bad. But a lot, a lot's <laughs> been going on. Um, me, I had, uh, I spent four days in the ER in the hospital and had emergency surgery, and am already recovered, which is kind of insane. And the rack looks amazing, mm-hmm. Sean. Yes, thank you. Yes, it's, the the emergency the breast a little breast bigger in, than the right, but you know, breast implants, emergency. Is that what you're implying? <laughs> We yeah. figured you had a leak in the first set and you just decided to go bigger on the second time. <laughs> yes. Yes. My rack is wonderful. Um, no, but that was definitely, uh, definitely weird and stressful, but good to, good to get through. Um, and let me see. We've everybody like DJ, you took your kid back to college. Chris, yep. your kid's about to start. She school? starts this coming week, a couple days. Yeah, yep. not both. college. Everyone's, but new school. She starts school. The way you kind no, of led to that, like Harley's not but, starting college. Yeah. She no, no, but school. funny Your enough, kids started college. Yeah, no, but yeah. the way you kind of yeah. led to that, I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, funny enough, idiot. we took her out to dinner in D.C. last week when we went on vacation, and as the waitress is handing us the check, asked, "Oh, will we be seeing you for Parents Weekend?" <laughs> Just. Implying that clearly we're dropping Harley off somewhere down there. Harley's certainly not short, man. The she's... perils of having a seven foot twelve year old. Yeah. No, and when she's all dressed up and everything, yeah, she certainly fits the bill. Yeah. So my my two kids are now both back to school. They're in new schools, each of which are like thirty to forty five minutes away in different directions, which is interesting. Um, it's also weird to. Because I started a new job not that long ago, and I'm spending most of my time working remotely, all of a sudden, Jen and I are here, and the kids are not. Which, after the last two years, and one of uh, one of the kids being remote the whole time, it, mm. it it everything just feels off. We're having to get up earlier. the The mix of noise and people is different. Um, it's just. Uh, disorienting but should be good i guess going forward it's gonna be strange this week having the house to myself again yep. for the oh, first time because like heather's months, gonna be going to the office still some days and she yeah. yeah she can still do a couple days from home but um i mean at least a few days a week both of them will be out of the house yeah. naked work days exactly it means it means suit jacket tie shirt no, no pants, pants. <laughs> no pants nothing 
<laughs> it's uh hmm i haven't tried that yet i don't really want to <laughs> have you watched the last episode of heels sean if not i haven't to. i haven't seen any of heels yet i, I didn't watch it last night i couldn't i couldn't stay up oh good god that's we'll talk about that next time all right sure. yeah I, I i it's probably something i need to watch the mm. uh we have been watching uh ted lasso as previously discussed have you started that yet dj you really, you really should, man. It's gonna um, happen. And uh, and I know, Chris, you haven't started it yet, but after over a year, Billions season five has continued with episode eight, and uh, mm-hmm. it's it's nice to 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 be watching That's, that again. Billions was always my number one show. Yeah, so I got to let a couple of those pile up. Yeah, because the joy of watching it will be. Overtaken by the disappointment of having yeah. to wait another week. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hitting hitting the end of it and being you know stuck waiting is definitely. And that hard cliff when everything shut down due to COVID was bad. That was just yeah. mid season. Like, yeah, we'll see when we see you. Yeah. It's uh, it's weird. Um, I did uh, I did acquire something that we'll talk about here and there. Um, after a long time, I finally got a Tesla. Sean bought the future. I bought the future. Um, it's been driving me around a lot, which is very strange. Definitely feels futuristic and scary. That car is perfect for you. It is. Yeah. Find everyday things that can allow you to put forth less effort. Oh, the the joy I feel when it sees uh, orange traffic cones and draws them on the screen and shows them to me Sean, is stupid. Uh, DJ, you have no idea. Yeah. The, he was like a little kid. He was so happy pointing, look, look, it loves drawing cones. There's cones. And trash cans. He it, was it, so it happy. Is an expert at drawing so, cones and trash so cans happy. on the screen. As a, Since he bought that car, every day he's written an email to Elon Musk like, dear Mr. Musk, please create a fork. Thank you, love Sean Hogarty. I, yeah, hmm, auto eating, hmm. Full, full self stuffing. Did you not see Wally? Mm. Pixar did this a while back. (laughs) Yeah. So that's you know that's it for me. What have you guys gone through in the last few weeks while I've been uh, dying and driving? Um. So yeah, move the kid back to school. So you know all that hustle and bustle of school stuff. She's got a big apartment this year, so Mm -hmm. we need to acquire more stuff. I you know I her TV busted, so I had to get her new teacher. Stuff like that. Just all that. Um, which TV is always fun. busted just yeah. by itself? No. Mm. Uh, we had a taxi decide to go in reverse on the on-ramp to the highway. It almost caused like a five-car accident, so the mm. shelving unit kind of... Crunched it. But, um, yeah, and like everything else, it's so hard to actually find stuff in stores. It's, uh, it's yeah. so frustrating, but... No, I mean, I've been picking up some stuff, like those McFarland DC figures are killing me. I had to get like the Suicide Squad so I could make the shark, and <laughs> Dr. Fate came out, and I had to get that, and... I couldn't start the Suicide Squad figures because I know I'd have to buy them all. You got to buy yep. two of them all. Like, you can do a shark and then have one sealed. It's earth. Can't the drop shark. Twenty something bucks for yeah. each one. The if shark, I found the shark alone. Yeah, well, the shark okay. by himself was a Walmart exclusive for Comic Con, and he sold out instantaneously. And even shit from Walmart, Walmart scalped their own shit, and he marked from forty bucks to ninety bucks. Jeez, because Walmart does that. Now. Walmart will market price match stuff now. That like Walmart, sucks. Yeah, so like Walmart will have like, you know, when Walmart gets Triclops in stock, like for He-Man guys, so they happen to get Triclops back in stock. Triclops isn't 15 bucks. Walmart makes him like 39.99 to match what you're going for on eBay. I'm like, you hey. pricks. 
I mean, Walmart for day of competition now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. Like that sucks as a, as a collector slash flipper perspective, but, but from a business perspective, the ability to recognize and actually match market is, is appropriate and good, I think. Right. Um, yeah. it just sucks for some people, but for something with like, like King shark, like when you are the market, cause it's your exclusive figure that you're like gifted from the manufacturer. That's kind of dirty pool. That's, that's well, what is it dirty? Gifted pool? is a, yeah, yeah. Gifted is a strange word. They They're for. given that because of the volume that they churn. Yeah. Correct. But still. Right. So, I mean, selling something habitually when it is going for double and triple on a secondary market, that is a significant fraction of the market is stupid if you have an option of setting the price, you know, more appropriately, it's just that that highlights the utter annoyance of limited exclusive bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. I'd rather have a world where just fucking print, print more of them, right? You know, having having exclusive and then it becomes crap. devoid of value. Well, right, but but there's a sweet spot. I don't know. I. I I'm You'd a big save fan DJ the, money. You don't have to buy one. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah. worthless on the back end. Start on DJ. Yeah. I become, Go ahead and open I, it. I become a big fan of the whole model where it's like you know, NECA did it with the Ninja Turtle figures. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, here's this like movie figure, like the Kevin Nash Super Shredder. Yep. It's like we're gonna give you guys 27 days. Whoever mm-hmm. pays for one up front will make as many to fill that order, and then it's yes. gone. Yeah, I like that actually. That Bring that it. you know, um, that's a much better. But I like that match to market. Yeah, they're not all doing that. I don't know. It's just it's it's been frustrating. But yeah, I've got some of that stuff. I went to um, we uh, I hit the first convention since the world ended. Mm-hmm. I went to Fan Expo Boston for a couple hours. Saturday it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Was um, it packed? Was everybody no. wearing masks? Yeah, everyone. You had to have a mask on, no matter even if like even like the guys in the Halo helmets, they would come over and lift their helmets up with a stick, and they had to have a, like a wow, like an N95 under the helmets. Yeah, wow. no. Zero exceptions. No one gave a shit what your costume was. No one yeah. cared. Um, yeah, any pictures I've seen, like even cosplay pictures and everything, everybody yeah, was holding masks. Yep. Yep. The only time well, you could cool. pop them off was some of the celebrities with their professional photo ops yeah. because they were in like little plexiglass cases like Barbie dolls. Yeah. The uh, um, And then, of course, all the artists and talent were wearing masks as well, I assume. Yep. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, ex- so, um, yeah, for the most part, yeah. In terms of vendor count, the same, a lot less. Was it noticeable that there were less so vendors and all the spo- all the spots were full? But you saw some places have bigger areas than normal. Like the uh, Ghostbusters guys had a wicked huge area, like probably like mm-hmm. equivalent like seven booths. Um, same thing in Artist Alley. They a little more. No, Artist Alley. Artist Alley was pretty packed still, but it was all like local guys. It wasn't you know it was the the ones we all know. But um, yeah. it was a uh, Joe St. Pierre and. Campana and yeah, he wasn't there for but the, the vendor thing was weird because like it wasn't like you didn't have like you know your uh, fanboy collectibles and your storm and all that kind. It was just it was like the vendor wasn't like there wasn't really anything to buy. Like there really wasn't um, a lot of just it was a lot of like uh, seemed like people with like small shops or people who like flip stuff on eBay, just like yeah. Yeah. getting a table for cheap at the last minute and trying to like, trying to shit, dump kind stuff. Of. Yeah, and the prices were just in like this one guy. He had like He Man, like like Origins figures, like me and Chris collected. He had like He Man Skeletor. He wanted forty bucks. Like, buddy, you know there's ninety five of these at every Walmart in the state. Go to every Target for fourteen dollars. They're all at every single Target dumb, you dumb. walk into. Yeah. So, but it was. I mean, it was okay. Um, 
I went for like maybe just mainly one reason. Uh, the kid was a big fan of that show. Once upon a time, yeah. we all were. We watched mm-hmm. his family. I loved it. And the lady who played the evil queen, Lana Perillo, was there. And she happens to Athena happens to have uh, production pages from the book from that show. Right. So I brought her one of the book pages to get signed. So she she wants yep. to get tagged by a couple of the cast where she gets it framed. So I basically went just for that. Obviously, Very you cool. know, and, and for myself, she you know, yeah. she means she's one of the. Uh, on the short list of people where, you know, I would leave my wife in a heartbeat for. She is just, she is smoking Is that list hot. really that short, though? I mean, it, it, no, it is. It's, 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 it's the ones like, like my, my, you make upgrade comments yeah. more than most oh, yeah. of us. <laughs> well, I, 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 I think it's cool that you went. Um, I am, let me see, in, in a week and a half, I'm taking my kids to Granite. Comic Con in uh, or Granite State in New Hampshire. Yep, which I know want is, pictures of all ten tables. Yeah, I know it's going to be small. Yeah. I know they, we worked that Comic Con. What? I've worked that Comic Con. Oh yeah, for we've the gone last, up like, a couple times. Yeah, it's yeah. The last couple have been well. Last year they didn't do it at all, right? No, they didn't do it at all last year. Yeah. But my buddy Sarah runs all the like the staff up there, and I always used to go up and work for. Her. Well, I think um, you know the main reason my kids want to go is because when we went to that little one in uh, Boxborough, the New England Comic Con, the Gary Somers, um, mm-hmm. they you know they met some friends and they're so they've they've got their first cosplay from some random anime and streaming characters that they're they're wearing and meeting up with their friends, you know, and their their big deal is we want to be there as soon as you know before it opens and we want to be there till it ends and we want to hang with our friends and and so I'm pretty much going up there. And I'm just going to have to hang out and, you know, screw around on my iPad. Yeah. And... Report back to us. Yeah, I will. Even DJ can attest to this. Even when you get some of the big names, when Cormac and you'd get like Chris mm-hmm. and Chrissy up there occasionally. Yeah. Um, some of, I mean, Billy D. Williams went one year. Yeah. It's sparse even then. I, I don't would, think there's one anybody... of those I'd go to get a signature and walk the floor I, once and you're out. I don't yeah. think there's anybody on the, the current attendee list that I really, you know, care about. I think. I think maybe Craig Rousseau is going to be there, and so I'll you know say hi mm-hmm. to him. But but I'm really just going as a chauffeur. Cliff from Cheers, oh, man. Oh yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So so um, what's his name? Uh, Ralph John Ratzenberger. Ratzenberger. Yeah. The Pixar King. It's. I was very happy for Craig this year. The way the cons have shaken out, he got one of the highlight panels at Boston. Nice. nice. He was in one of the sketch duels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's him and a uh, Dan Parent. Oh, I like I like Dan. I yeah. like his his art style. Um, He's fun to talk to with the comics. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I've talked to him a couple times. Well, so you know that I'm not sure whether you going to Fan Expo Boston or me going to Teeny Little Granite Con. Like, I can't tell whether we're heading downward and shit's gonna all lock down again, or whether we're gonna kind of limp along. It's it's tough to tell right now. Um, yeah, I'm not particularly hopeful. But uh, we'll see. You're being careful. I was the one out there licking handrails and doorknobs and stuff <laughs> last week. DJ um, was out there licking knobs. We did. I, I, yeah. Well, I, mean, I don't want to take his joy away. Rest stop con. Him. You know. <laughs> rest stop con. Nah, gross. Rest stop con. Nah. <laughs> Glory hold auto. Nah, nah. Um, uh, yeah, we took, I mean, we have, I didn't really buy much of anything recently. We took the kid on a yeah. little vacation. Did a little road trip last week. Last little blow before she goes back to school this week and hit New York for a little while. She got to go to the Harry Potter store, which was probably better attended than the con. 
<laughs> There's QR codes did every you guys morning. Did the Harry Potter VR thing? We did do one of the VR things. There's two of them. So we were able was to that, snake a couple tickets freed up a couple, like two or three days before we went down. Mm-hmm. So Heather didn't do it. She was perfectly mm-hmm. happy going and getting a coffee and sitting in the yeah. park. Um, Harley and I did it. Was it and cool? Yeah, it's Wizards Take Flight. You're actually on a broomstick. Ooh. Hmm. Full headset, full hand gear, wand, the whole thing. Wow. You're battling in the air, flying wow. around Hogwarts and stuff uh, through, any, all, through the any skies Any kind of, of motion London. sickness issues? No. No? Cool. No. That's something no, it was, that- uh, it was entertaining. Yeah. When you do that, when you do the high end VR like that, even like I know you got the Oculus too, but like the high end stuff, it's so much different. Like when we did that void stuff, yeah, it's so above I've, and beyond anything. You rest can do. in peace, I've, void. Yeah, and I've never done done any of that. Um, um, we've done a few of the void ones. DJ and I did one in New York. Mm-hmm. We did a we Ghostbusters did one at uh, Madame Trousseau's, which I don't uh, think that one's there either. I think they no, the whole company kind of went under. I think mm. the Star Wars ones were amazing. Um, so good. And what was the last one? The uh, Wreck It Ralph. Oh, they cool. did one with yes. Penelope, and that was kind of fun. You're basically feeding bunnies milkshakes and trying well, to get if, them to if explode. It, if it weren't for all the COVID stuff, that's that's definitely one that I would try to make happen, and hopefully it sticks around for a while. Um, the st- oh, the store is going to be permanent. Oh, they dropped this thing just opened in June. Yeah, and they dropped millions upon millions. It is a Warner Brothers Studio store. Okay. That is just branded for Harry Potter. It's right behind the Flatiron building. Oh, okay. So it's in the high rent district. It's, yeah. Yeah. Um, nice. It's still at the point where you have to scan a QR code. Unless yeah. you have tickets for the VR, which are sold out for like months. Yeah. You have to scan in starting at seven o'clock mm-hmm. and then they'll text you when you have an hour to get back to the store. Wow. Because they're only, That's I mean, attendance nice. is tight. Yeah. But it's a cool experience. If you're a Potter fan, it's a cool experience. Nice. They even have replica props, DJ. You can get your own acceptance letter for the low, low price of $3,000. Jeez. <laughs> I assume yeah. that's customized with your name then. Yeah. yeah. It's not going to say Harry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'll say DJ on it. But yeah, no, it comes in the envelope and a nice presentation thing. But yeah, $3,000. an owl for Yeah, if it's not delivered by an owl. Yeah, you know, no. Owl. No owls, but you can get wallpaper. You can get all kinds of stuff. So that was cool. She wanted to do, a lot of the stores in New York just aren't coming back though. Yeah. Like the NBA store, the NHL store that was on Fifth, that was wow, gorgeous. Get the custom jerseys, gone. Um, she was able to go to the Hamilton store and do a couple other little things. So the, the, uh, jersey, the Disney store pizza. in Times, yeah, Is that the going? Disney store there in Times Square. No, I'm saying that's that's now our closest Disney store because ours and Mas- the last one in Massachusetts closed. Yeah, uh, bro, you like got one more week, right? Four. It's like the fifteenth or something. The fifteenth or until they run out of stuff, and it was getting they they didn't think they were yeah. going to be there till the fifteenth. So I had a friend that worked at the one in the Cambridge side Galleria way back when, mm. um, she was, yeah, she was, she was really cool. She, she was one of the people when she got married, she got married down at Disney world. Um, mm-hmm. actually she was really cool. We dated for a bit, but we were friends for a long time. Her uncle was Frank Oz. Like, what? yes. Yeah. I didn't date her long enough to ever get a chance to actually meet him or anything, but literally her, her uncle was Frank Oz, which is just freaking awesome. You don't get to meet the great and powerful Oz. I know. I He's know. behind the curtain. Yep. Um, but yeah, I don't worry. I had a Disney now. comment, but we'll save that for some, some <laughs> other chat. Some, some other, other time. chat. Yeah. Um, well, what else is, uh, what else is up? I know. Oh, well, Shang-Chi just came out. You guys haven't gone out to see it. Have you? 
Not no. yet. I'm trying to tease the girls into going to see it. They both seem to be interested. Yeah. So I'd I'd really like to see it. Like I don't know how long it's going to be until it comes to Disney Plus. It's going to be a while, right? Uh, it's got a 45 day. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. 45 yeah. day main window thing, um, or like exclusive window thing. Yeah, yeah I don't so know. You're going to be sometime middle to end of October before. Yeah. Let me know, Chris, if you guys do go. Just let us know when you go, and maybe I'll try yeah. to go at the same time, get the kids go, or at least go by myself. Um, the, you know, I've seen a lot of, obviously there's a lot of uh, emphasis on how it's doing. I've heard it's done pretty well, but I also know there's a lot of pressure for it to report good numbers for lots of reasons. Um, I didn't realize, Jen's been watching uh, Kim's Convenience for mm-hmm. For a while, mm. I, I watch it occasionally when I'm sitting with her. I actually really like it, but I didn't realize the Shang-Chi lead is the dude, is one of the, the main characters on Kim's Convenience. Um, and he he looks, uh, you know, I like him in that show. And that raised my interest just because he was somebody I actually now knew versus just a random dude. Sure. Um, but uh, But it sounds, you know, it's definitely something I want to see. Cracked 70 million, at least early projections. They came like 75 to 85, and then they ratcheted it down a little, 72, I think. Um, It's interesting because I'm hearing various people report back. Mm -hmm. It seems like your Marvel fanboy people don't like it as much. Yeah. But you have people like Bernard and others that I respect their opinions that are raving about it. Yeah. I kind of heard the opposite. I heard that it, it, like people who don't know any better, it's it's cool. It's a cool movie. They, everything looks cool. There's like a, mm-hmm. a food dog and everything like that. And but the people who like were loyal to the book, who've read the book, who know the character, yeah. it's mm. not your Shang Chi from the books. No. Yeah. They gave him all kinds of stuff he never earned. Like they told, they changed it to to push the phase for it. It's they, really it's it's not your just your kung fu guy. Like yeah. no, they be. just not, they deceit it. Yeah. They want to jumpstart this whole second phase and. Yeah. Here's and everything I, I'll, that you I'll don't be really know that much about. Given, yeah, given how much I don't know anything and don't care anything about the the book faithfulness, I'm probably a good target to see, you know, I that won't affect me one way or the other yeah. as long as it fits within, you know, what they're trying to do. Watch the mm-hmm. little Ben Kingsley Mandarin mini movie on Disney Plus yeah. first. Should I, right. Should I watch that That's first? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So That's I'll, I'll try to do that. I'll have to revisit it. I remember watching it when the DVD came out. Yeah. The, the other thing that has started to break as far as reviews and stuff is uh, Denny Villeneuve's Dune, um, mm. which I I cannot wait for, though I actually can't remember when it comes out, so uh, so I need to figure that out because I will take a day off work no to go see it. November it's, now? Yeah. It's got to be soon. I mean, you're getting the world premieres and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So Red carpets so have been happening this week. Yeah, I'm dying to see that. October 22nd. All right, that's cool. That's uh, that's not that far off. And, and you then, are hearing the reports that there's some things you just need to see on the big screen. And this is it. Just so, not going to translate. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, that's his, right? I mean, everything he's ever done fits into that for me. The the scope and the the scale and the the way he shoots and presents stuff. You know, I definitely mm-hmm. want to see it big. Are there any IMAX theaters open? Because I know the jo- Jordans never opened their IMAX theaters, did they? I don't know. I don't believe so. I think they're still shut down. Hmm. Maybe there's, well, Millbury's got that X Plus, which is kind of like a mini IMAX. It's still got the reclining seats in the yeah. 4K and the 7.1. Maybe that's the, maybe that's the yeah. play. I don't need. Are there any closer to Boston? 
I mean, when I'm in New York, you can go to like oh. your local AMC, and they'll have like one IMAX and a couple. I just want to drive to like Revere to watch a movie, though. I just, I just yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I'm okay just with our normal theaters. I I don't you know. Uh, I'm even okay with like Chris's, you know, Chris's house from my perspective. I was going to say, I'll probably try, I'll probably yeah. watch that one at home. That's. Oh yeah. Chris, that'd be fine. I like Chris, the material. Chris... I don't, it yeah. was never one that I was in love with. Yeah. So I'll for me, it's not it out, about but... the material though. I do. I mean that, you know, when I read those books in like, I think probably ninth grade was when I was reading those. Um, I loved them, but, but it's more about the director and my love of Blade Runner 2049 and Arrival that set it for me. It's funny. I tried. I went back and bought the book again. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? It's been years and years. Let it's me try to dive back in and Yeah. Oh, it's thick as a dick. It's Yeah. I've been meaning to go through the audiobook and see how that, you know, how that goes. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that till after I've seen the movie again. I wanna give it a chance. I did so I read one of the reviews and I don't think I'd realize though it makes sense. This is really a part one where they haven't greenlit yes. part two. And so that, you know, that's not going to prevent me from seeing it. Obviously, in fact, it's an incentive, and but it's a, it's going to be, it's going to drive me nuts if, if they never don't get make it this. done. I was going to say, be careful. It's Warner Brothers. So, yeah, I, unless this they, hits they the numbers in the it. box, they got to do it. I'll, you know, they have I'll shown you nothing it. but the. <laughs> 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 They've shown you nothing but the ability to walk away from franchises. Yeah, yeah somebody yeah. doesn't get hit. Yeah, I um, I'm not. I've never read the Doom books, but I like everything I know about the, like the all the houses and all the mythos. It's all from. I was real big on. There was a Doom video game for the Genesis when I was a kid. Mm. It's mm-hmm. like an RTS game, like a Command and Conquer thing. Hmm. The game was so good. So I got real into the Doom stuff with that, and obviously I've seen you know the the old one and stuff like that. So I want to see it, but. Which I'm, not it's, re- I'm not reading the book. It's it's classic <laughs> big world, you know, fantasy, uh, you know, deep. I mean, it's it's like Lord of the Rings in space type stuff in terms of yeah. depth of yep. culture and collision of you know. It, it's interesting. Um, another thing that's coming out that kind of is in that space. Um, I think it's on Apple, Apple TV Plus or whatever the name of their streaming service is. Is Foundation. Um, mm. not, not quite as well known in the broad populace, but fantastic classic Isaac Asimov, uh, sci-fi that I was kind of reading at the same, same period. I don't remember as much about it. Um, mm-hmm. I saw the trailer for the first time on the, in front of the latest episode of, uh, Ted Lasso last night. And, uh, and I don't remember enough about it to know whether the trailer represents it or not. It's some big sprawling, like time and space and you know humanity culture type stuff um the the lead actor i think his name is jared harris he's very recognizable as a uh jared harris from mad men and um yeah actually i think he wasn't yeah Yeah. he's um uh i remember him from fringe and uh Mm -hmm. a lot of other places he was he played a prominent Mm -hmm. role in fringe yeah he's got a very he's got a cool face cool voice uh cool demeanor and I mm-hmm. think I don't know if he's the lead or or certainly one of the leads of this. So, so I'm very you know I'm looking forward to that. I got to find time to watch it. Are um, you still listening to anything on Audible? I have not because I'm still not driving much. I haven't been listening to much. I pretty much listen to Chuck and Brad and Tell Them Steve Dave and 
that those are the main things I listen to. And even that's hard to keep up with because I'm just not in the car enough. Um, right. So I think that's going to be picking up as I go, but, but I haven't made it to any audible, you know, audiobook stuff again. Why? What are you thinking? When you, when you start up again and when you start the commute again, I can't recommend Neil Gaiman Sandman enough. Oh, that's so it I is, haven't listened to the the first part from like a year or two ago yet. I know the second one just came out. I mean, I'm I, be, I believe it's still out there free. Yeah, they, dropped, it, they were you know, leaving the, the first one up there for you to listen to for free. Yeah, the, the f- and two drops. Yeah, the free so, matters less than just finding the time, right? I'll, right. I'll pay for it or whatever. But, um, but I I'm such a fan of uh, Gaiman stuff. Um, I'm also waiting to, uh, Stephen King has a new book out. I think it's called, uh, that was excellent. Billy's summer. What, what is it? Some, yep. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. You, you mentioned that before. Um, I just, I gotta, I gotta find some time, you know, plus half that, the time I'm on the phone when I'm in the car. So it's, it's really, you know, I just don't have time. King has kind of turned a corner there. It's, he went through a little phase where I was enjoying the books, but they weren't the, like I can't put it down variety, mm-hmm. but this last little stretch that he's had has been excellent. And this one doesn't have your, it's not your old Bad. school yeah. King yeah. supernatural. It's just an excellent self-contained story. I, I mean, I've, I've loved those types of stories, whether they were supernatural or not, since, since I literally started reading Stephen King in like mm-hmm. fourth grade, uh, with, uh, uh, the what's the different seasons, which included Shawshank, yeah. Shawshank. and uh, uh, I can't remember what the other th- uh, the body and right. So that was that was Shawshank. That was Stand by Me. That was um, uh, Apt Pupil, I think. Right. I so they made so. three movies, yeah. and I can't remember what the fourth one was. Um, but uh, but yeah, I love his smaller contained stuff, especially the stuff like Shawshank that really isn't supernatural at all. It's just. His writing is so, it always felt like it was inside my head. It's, like I felt like I was reading thoughts. And it's a character piece on like the human condition. Yeah, exactly. And how far yep. you can push normal people. And yeah. It's, yeah. Yep. Well, what have you been reading, DJ? Yeah. Um, well, actually. Um, Cereal boxes? Yes, yes. Um, Monster mash. Ooh. Can't find it anywhere. Looked. Um, uh, two new comic series started up in the last couple weeks. Uh you know, things that are kind of near and dear to us is they did basically continuation sequels for the original Chris Reeves Superman movie and Ooh, the Michael Keaton Batman. So yeah, Batman, Batman 89, 89 and Superman 78, 78 came yeah. out. So you're getting the storyline where Brainiac comes that they could never figure out how to do in the 70s because yeah. of effects reasons. So that's cool. And then, you know, Batman 89 gives you Billy D. Williams' Two-Face. So, and it, that's, is it set in between... Batman and uh, Batman Returns. Yep. Yeah, yes. I need to. I need it's, to read that. It's going to be good. Like, I'll read it I'm, digitally because I didn't. I didn't. You know, I didn't want to add those books. Um, the covers are gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. And uh, in bat in, in this one, they give Batman Robin. Oh really? Oh no kidding. Yeah. Okay. Marlon Wayne's. Because Marlon Wayne's supposed to play Robin, so it's uh. What? Yeah. It was. Yeah. What? Yeah. I don't remember that. He was. Oh, he went through costume fittings, and this picture's out yeah. there. Wow. Yeah, he, he actually filmed scenes for Returns. Yeah. I did not. I, I totally don't remember ever knowing that. It's quite possible that I didn't. Forgot. I'm I'm old and Fair stupid. Fair enough. But, uh, yeah. I actually just added something to my poll list right before we started recording. Oh, yeah? First well. time in a long time. 
Um, Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale are coming back for another long Halloween run. What? They're doing a special event thing that's dropping. I don't know how many issues it is. What's it but called? But it's Loeb and know? Sale. Um, give me one second. I think it's long Halloween special. Let me pull it up on my phone. Interesting. I I watched both halves of that long Halloween animated. animated what do you think? Did. I did too. Quite good. It was quite good. I, it wasn't bad. Yeah, it wasn't I like, bad. I, I like those a lot. There's only there's very few of those I have problems with. So no, <laughs> the good. animation style works. Um, it's the long Halloween special. Yep. I'm have to grab that one too. Yeah, I'm I'm typing a note to, to Jake right now to make sure I get it. Yeah, it doesn't say whether or not it's a one-off or how it's going to be handled, but it's the original team's coming back. Which, you know, Loeb has some time now that he's not having to do Marvel TV or anything. Yeah. I wonder how many covers there are. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I, I told no, the it... covers at it. All right. I'm glad you mentioned that because I, I didn't know that. They're, you know, I th- I think uh, I think Jake and Johnny are, are you know, I mean, I've I've pulled back so much. Um, it's you know, it, it sucks. At the same time, I'm just it. I just have too much other stuff going on, and I'm trying to consolidate. I'm really toying with, you know, selling like a mat, like you know, trying to just get rid of eight or nine thousand books to to mm-hmm. somebody local. Um, one of the one of the stores. I just haven't had time to do it. Um, DJ, Isn't that what you but, told me not to do when I was talking about the same thing? Oh, a- absolutely. When I just wanted to do the major purge. Oh, it's 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 the wrong thing, you know, from a pure financial move. But I have so many things that are hung up on. I mean, you can, you guys can see in the camera behind me. I have yeah. I've got half my offices full of boxes of books to sell. And right, people are selling that. I still Jake have stuff that I haven't filed. I haven't logged. Oh yeah, books that are Me still too. in bags that I can see. It's people were selling that Jane Foster Thor run for fucking insane money. Yeah, at I, Fan Expo, man. Holy yeah. shit, which is crazy. We were getting those. I remember going to sales with you, Sean. Oh yeah, chicken where they were oh, yeah. in the dollar bins or the fifty cent bins out front. Oh, yeah. And I have, I, mean, I have, I have, I have every cover from every issue but one i don't think i think they went to six or seven prints on the number one mm-hmm. and i didn't end up with the last of the multiple prints but i pretty much have everything else if i if i got them all graded i think i have nine eighths of every single cover um so i just, just i, I if just, you're gonna do it sell it before the movie comes out yeah because you always have the run-up to the movie and then yeah yeah, I just don't know if it's yeah. worth trying to actually grade them. So, especially like if she ends up being Thor like for thirty seconds in like oh, a yeah. multiverse flash or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, She's not actually like a character yeah. in the movie. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I don't. Know. I'm. My next thing is prepping the Star Wars run. Yeah, I still have. I have that original Star Wars run that Johnny helped me fill. He said it's the first thing. He's like, "Have you gotten rid of that?" The like, the Marvel now. Volume One, like the early stuff. The Volume One. Yeah, pre yeah. pre Dark Horse before. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I that only was have the little quest a couple of years ago. I've got like some of those random FET covers are going uh, yeah. for five and six hundred bucks now. I, I have a nine four of Star Wars 42, which is that first FET cover, yellow and cover. Oh, no, the three of them, the three, three bounty hunters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and the uh, I saw in the hall they have a, a, a copy of that up on the wall for like 699 600 bucks. bucks, and it's oh, yeah. like an eight. And I have a nine four, and I'm like, what? Numbers went through the roof. Yeah. He said it. He's like, yeah, I need to. It doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. He's like, just get rid of them all now before yep. it drops. People are prospecting again. Yeah. 
Yep. That's what it is. Yep. Perfect. They can prospect in any of these boxes to my right. <laughs> there you go. Oh, well, it's know anybody yeah, that um, wants an Undertaker belt? I, don't know, I keep looking at my left. That's going to be <laughs> a what? Undertaker belt. That a might what? get sold. I've seen some of the, yeah, you, the autographed like- Undertaker belt is going for stupid money out there. People are selling these things for thousands. DJ, he said stupid money. That's you. No, no, I don't have stupid money. I just am stupid. I'm I'm stupid with some money. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I like looking at it, but it just sits in the curio. Yeah. Yeah. And I see what people are paying for these damn things. Yeah, I got my sign belt. So, not Undertaker, but I have an IC that I've been collecting signatures on, so. Mm. See, Mm. I'm trying to think what else, anything else. Spider-Man trailer. Oh yeah, Spider-Man trailer came out. Oh, Sean, did you start watching Titan season three yet? So I have not started watching it's Titan season fucking three. Fucking bonkers, so, man! It's so don't, good. Don't spoil have you watched it. one or two? I watched one. Okay, loved it. Oh. So one ends with the uh, introduction or implied introduction of Trigon, but I haven't watched season two. I know, mm-hmm. I know, season we have some Tim Drake and uh, Jason Todd going on in you know in later later yep. stuff. So I, I I need to catch up. I did actually start. When I was in the hospital, I started watching the next, you know, I kind of, that, uh, Titans and Doom Patrol and Stargirl and, uh, Swamp Thing, I've kind of, I know they're not all completely in universe, but that's kind of the, the line that I've been watching along. And so I was hung up starting, uh, uh, Doom Patrol. I watched the first three, maybe four episodes of that and, and I'm totally enthralled like what a batshit oh, show yeah um yeah it's 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 nuts yeah swamp swamp, was good i gotta good i gotta keep going there um damn shame swamp thing didn't continue That's i know so actually it's funny uh my sister-in-law just brought over she went through some tubs um of zach stuff and she found some like old scrapbook pages and in there is the handwritten letter that zach got with the signed photo from dick Durock when we met him on the um, set of the TV show they're filming at Universal so he's got a handwritten letter mm-hmm. from Dick Durock who plays Swamp Thing on the TV show and nice. the photo and everything and that's a piece awesome. of the piece of the he ripped a piece of the costume off for him Ooh, so I have a that's piece of cool. yeah it's pretty cool so Swamp Thing's been big in this house for in our, my family for a while so I already heard back from Jake he's put the uh, the long Halloween follow up on my uh, on my list they haven't opened it you're bugging the man on his day off Hey man, it's that's a holiday for God's. I didn't demand responsiveness. I just got responsiveness. I went but there yesterday. That's the kind of guys those are. They are. Yeah, right? I swung by there yesterday. I hadn't been there in a while. Say hi, and uh, I picked up the stuff I want at the auction. So nice. I haven't been to one of the auctions in so long. I did go stuff? by. Uh, I think I went by and picked up books last week. Um, yeah, I gotta. I gotta uh, pop in there tomorrow and grab some stuff yeah I they keep... reloaded the walls the stuff they had they oh yeah through these collections that they've been running through they have some, some awesome stuff on the wall there mm. i did Absolute see a bunch gems. of new stuff while i was there just nothing i i was gonna pick up um but yeah i need I to just throw everything on the hogarty tab yeah that's uh i would probably not notice it the um, underhills the underhills <laughs> uh yeah so uh so let's see, we're, we're passing. We started, we mentioned Spider-Man, but we 
Yeah. Oh, we lost him. We lost yeah, DJ. He's he's probably coughing his guts out. Yeah. So the No Way Home trailer, I wasn't necessarily expecting it. It felt like it was a little early. I did somebody sneak one and and they pushed it out. I don't know. Um, but I loved it. Right. I mean, uh, Far From Home. All the little was, was Easter great. eggs. Yeah. Yeah. But but No Way Home. Um, you know. We're still kind of in this blissful place where Superman, uh, Superman, where Spider-Man's actually joined in to you know the Marvel universe, right? Mm-hmm. I'm still, yeah, you know, I, I guess it's changed. been a number of years, but it, but still, yeah. it feels so good, and to see, to see them tap into like freaking Doc Ock and hearing uh, Willem Dafoe, who's, I mean, I, I love him in anything, um, is really just uh, that in and of itself is so exciting. Much less the fact that it actually looks so fascinating, right? Doctor Strange messing with time, messing with uh, people's understanding of things and having it go wrong. What's better? Completely in character with Strange. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ego that he can fix anything. and Yeah. 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 But I like the little bits of uh, implied comedy in, you know, in the interactions between Peter and, and Doctor Strange. You know, it, it, it just, I like the tone of what I saw. Uh, we're talking no way home, DJ. Now that you're back from yep, no, no, yeah, yep. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm really excited for it. Um, and you know, I I don't think, I mean, I was going to see it regardless, but it was a reminder of oh yeah, there is something out there that that I am excited for, even as the rest of the MCU has kind of wrapped up with Endgame. This feels like. I actually am invested. It's in a little what of your happens. connective tissue. Yeah. Yes. To lead you into all, the next. There's phase. also a rumor out there that it actually might get pushed out of December too and pushed into next year. That I, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised by anything. Studios need to kind of, you know, financially, culturally, pandemic-wise. There's so much sensitivity in what's going on, and it's 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 tough to to commit. You, I think. Do you think any of that is tied into the ScarJo lawsuit? That some I, of these studios may take a little longer view, because if I she has to, any success, yeah. I don't think she will. No, yeah. she will not. <laughs> There's too many lawyers involved. Yeah, but if Plus, she like, f- somehow cracked the code, the th- that's th- going to th- change the release, the contracts they're signing people to, the release yeah. schedule. The thing with ScarJo is, is that I, it, it seems unfounded because, like, as much as I love her, right, mm-hmm. she's not this like box office powerhouse. None of her shit makes any money. That. None of that matters, though. It's yeah, a, this is a this is a contract dispute. Yeah, I, it has no. It's nothing to do. It could be fifty million dollars in the box office, and she was right. supposed to get ten percent. Yeah, it's still five million dollars. It doesn't matter. It's more I, of a principal thing, I think. And i I think it's really useful, right? Regardless of how she prevails, this is one of those areas where the prevailing contract law, contract approaches, and everything needs to be tested, right? You need this lawsuit to help is... define and settle, right? Mm-hmm. The, the lawyers and the bigs are still going to win out, but, you know, when it comes to, uh, you know, the agencies and uh, the and SAG and, you know, everybody involved, you need these pushes to help get some legal, you know, some, some court statements on, you know what? You need an interpretation on, like, yeah. 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 It's define the word release. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, you know, so I, I think it's good no matter what happens. Yeah, I mean, um, it's, it's going to be weird. Like, I'm not stoked with the whole, like, I don't like the M word. I'm not a huge multiverse fan. Like, I really, especially yeah. the way Marvel does theirs, like, not it's in the books and everything. I've never been a fan of the way they did it, but yeah. it's going to be interesting because I think, like, Venom's coming out in November and then Spider-Man's mm-hmm. coming out in December. And they already came up with that Venom movie. And like, hey, we're doing a Carnage movie. It's PG-13. So right off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> well, I still haven't watched the, the first that. one. I'm not, right. I love, I love. Uh, There's moments, I, but it's not good. The best I love I the current. Say. You know what's the name of the kid who plays Peter Parker right now? Holland, ha- Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. So yeah, he's great. So I love. I enjoyed the Andrew Garfield stuff. I was never a huge fan of uh, Tobey Maguire, but I love this Tom Holland. And but that hasn't pulled me into giving a shit about Venom or the broader Spider Universe yet. Um, you know, but but the the Tom Holland appearances have set that for me. So if they do a good job with, with uh, No Way Home, that's, you know, that's going to be awesome. Is yeah. this Tom's last movie on the contract? I don't believe so. I think he's got more. Okay. But it's going to be, you know what's going to be weird with this one is like, this is your first time doing the Sprite movie. It's not anchored with Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is him without a, cr- well, I'd say it's him without a crutch, but you're bringing in other crutch characters mm-hmm. the other guy with giving the him doctor strange yeah <laughs> it's i mean you're which is funny because he doesn't need it mm. it's fucking spider-man it's marvel's you're... biggest gun there is you know yeah but it's been so relatively mishandled when looked at from the prism of the mcu's success over you know decades now um yeah. the best part I about think... spider-man was always the villains mm. and they've just with rare exceptions they fucked up the villains i know yeah. but now if you have keaton and I mean, Molina coming back and mm. possibly Willem Dafoe. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, he's, I mean, Defoe, like, at least Defoe's before, voice is in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he's, I think Spidey's got the best rogues gallery in comics over Batman mm-hmm. even. Like, so his total tangent off of Willem Dafoe. Did you guys see the deep fake clips of Willem Dafoe in Pretty Woman? No. No. So somebody, I think Mark Bernardin retweeted it. You should look for this. Somebody did a deep fake of a bunch of clips from Pretty Woman replacing Julia Roberts with Willem Dafoe. And it is, it is horrific. I, I want to see that entire movie. Oh, it is. Yeah, so do I. It is. Just the laugh when oh he my, snaps the fucking it, necklace shut. <laughs> I, so I don't even, I don't, I think they kept her voice. It's just his face. Oh but, my fuck. Yeah, you see it? terrifying. Oh, God mm. damn it. That's nightmare fuel. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like, isn't it? Isn't it horrific? Wow. At the same time, it's 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 just beautiful. Because, because Willem Dafoe has such... His face is so... He's got so much character in it, right? I mean, I've... I've always loved him. I can't remember when I first saw him. Uh, Platoon is certainly one of the first mm. first memories, but uh, but so many other things. Um, but but I can't remember. You know, I was just flipping through Twitter and and saw a flash of him with long hair and had no That's idea wrong. what it was and just could not stop watching. Yeah, it's pretty sh- sh- creepy. <laughs> yeah, so Sp- I mean, Spider Man's like I think is the you know kind of like the Great White Hope going yeah. into the next phase. I mean, obviously they're gonna you know try to bring all the toys in. So, um, what's one thing 
you guys would be looking forward to in Spider-Man that you think they have to do in order for it to to be successful for you? Well, for me, it's definitely how they handle the the multiverse merges, right? I didn't know that I was interested in seeing that until um, Into the Spider-Verse, right? The animated one, which I just loved so much. Um, so I'm interested to see how that is handled in, you know, in this live action world, how they're using Dr. Strange to breach that and how and whether we see multiple Spider-Men as well as their villains. And, and, you know, if we do. That's going to be the biggest thing for me, how they handle presenting that. Cause it's going to be very easy to cop out there and just yeah. throw you a bunch of characters that you've seen before. Yeah. They see, isn't this cool? They need, there needs to be some, I mean, we're talking about multiverses and time travel and all that bullshit. Right. So, but there needs to be some kind of coherent thread. Yeah. Throughout and that is it, for me. Does it stay open or is it closed and self-contained in this movie? Right. Do they, do they fracture? You see flashes of these different worlds and characters and they resolve that? Or is this literally, you know, it cracks open. Uh, Spidey's identity, place. yeah, mm -hmm. and then and then boom, we're now in phase four where every shit, everything is fractured, and they get to play in there. And I'm not sure what I want. I think it's braver to just blow it open and see where it goes. I think that's a tough sell for random, you know, the random public. Yeah, I mean, I'm super excited of the possibility of getting Daredevil and D'Onofrio back. Yes, because um, there's. I mean, people have had. I mean, where is he? There's yeah, pictures of Cox on, on set. set. Yeah, and there's a lot of rumors about D'Onofrio snuck in there too. But for me, I think if the end credit scene for this movie isn't just a shot of like Miles's sneakers, yeah, people mm -hmm. are going to are going to be very pissed off if he's not somehow set up going forward with this whole thing. Because I think, you know, a I, lot, especially like the younger generation, you, they're attached yeah. to that character so much. You you say that. But how many of these end credit scenes have we ever predicted and people lose their mind over everyone? Of course they do, but I'm saying but Feige, Feige just yeah. knows how to bait that hook. That's yeah. the I think that's the play though. I, I think you hear like, you know, you just see like the headphones and you hear like music or something like that and you see walking down the street and you just see it and it turn, he turns to the side and it's Miles' Nikes. I think that's yep. how you have to do it. I, I think that'd be cool. I, I have no expectations there. I'm just interested to see. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so we're all caught up. That's good. Um, yeah. So Labor Day is kind of like the uh, the unofficial end of summer. Yep. Right? It's like everyone does like their football, last big hurrah. It's like your last football, big football, 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 football starting. <laughs> football's, you know, the, the I've watched the odd, more college football, little, little aside, yeah. in the last three days yeah. just because there was football on. And just I could care less. But I watched every game that I fell asleep to football every single night this week. Or that Florida State game was kind of nuts last night. Oh, they went nuts. A guy that had like one leg two years ago came back and led Florida State on this crazy comeback. Yeah. Then, of Football's course, Jesus fast. won because Jesus wins. There you and go. It's kind of unfair, but, you know, that's how it goes. So, so kids are back in school. Leaves are changing color. Football starting up. So, summer's over. So, um, big part of summer is obviously cookouts. And big part of cookouts is hamburgers. Mm. Let's go. Give me your top three hamburger toppings. All right. Do you want any honorable mentions or you want to go straight top three? I could do one. All right. I'll do I'll sure. do one honorable mention. Um and it's kind of a layup, but uh but cheese. 
right? Cheese is something that uh, that I think adds to a burger's cohesiveness, provides a bit of you know mild creaminess to counter a well seasoned burger that really helps set the stage for all the rest of the toppings. I like the cohesiveness comment. It's like yeah. it's a binding agent to hold all yeah. your meat together. Mm-hmm. How about you, Chris? Um, I can do, I'll do a couple quick ones. Um, one, I didn't make the list just because it's so basic, but your mustard and ketchup, mm. just your, I like the combination of the two. It has yeah. to be the cheap yellow mustard. Yep. It's your old Burger King burger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get rid of the pickles. Just give me that mess of mustard and ketchup. And one that just missed the list, um, a combination of brie and granny Smith apples. Ooh, that's uh had this at a burger joint out in LA, which yeah. probably fits. I, I definitely, yeah, I like that. That kind of like weird things on pizza takes it out of the core, you know, consumable and into kind of a special event type thing. He's trying to justify the banana peppers again, Chris. He really is. No, 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 no place on fucking pizza. No, no, no. It's it's, they're in the same category as pineapple. (laughs) Uh, I didn't know we were going. Well, it's going to be cheese, ketchup, (laughs) mustard, mayonnaise, salt. No, um. So uh, I'll mention, I'm going to lump them all together. Like I call it the Whopper toppings, your mm-hmm. mayo, pickle, lettuce, tomato, whatever. Yeah, sure. And then um, it's not really so much a topping, but like for me you, to do a burger, you have to have like, especially on a grill, butter the roll, get oh. out the hottest part of the grill and get like that to the point where it's almost like burnt yep. and so oh, toasted yeah. with like lots of butter on it. It just yeah, it helps fair. set it off. Give it a little yeah. crisp. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I had one more little honorable mention, but I don't know if it'll pop up on anybody else's list, but but bacon is one of those things where I don't need it on a burger, but but I tend to enjoy it when it's there. There you go. Um, mm. All right. But so my number three, um, onions, preferably chopped. Um, it's it's something where you get a little, little sharpness, uh, a little extra crunch, um, I love it from Five Guys. Sometimes I'll get them grilled, which changes the the flavor and the you know kills the crunch a little bit. But but I like that. I also really enjoy. That's one of my favorite parts of the traditional crappy McDonald's cheeseburger, right? That they're the five pounds of onions and five yeah, micro diced onions. Yeah, eighth exactly. Of, eighth yeah. of a pound of meat byproduct. Exactly, exactly. That's my number three onions. Very nice. Excellent. I went like way off script here. I didn't think of any, pretty much any of the crap that I do when I'm at home. <laughs> My number three, peanut butter and jelly. What the hell? Ooh. Okay. No. I've heard, no, I've heard about the peanut butter oh, thing. I've heard. I, I resisted for a while and then finally tried one at one of your high-end burger joints. It It is unbelievable. And you don't put anything else on it other than Oh, yeah. You can't peanut mix butter it and with jelly. other stuff. Nice potato roll. It's a I'd weird I'd be willing to try that. I eat a lot of you peanut butter You get a sweetness jelly. out of the jelly. I have never oh, heard of delicious. this idea, though. I've, uh, so I've a, seen places do the peanut butter, then do some kind of like sriracha kind of mayo on it, so it's almost, it brings mm-hmm. almost like yeah, a Thai different place. Different combination. Huh. Thai okay. kind of level. Yeah. I can see yeah, that. like a sweet and spicy sauce. It's good. Yeah. I've never cool. heard of that, so I actually a, appreciate you offering There's that a up. place up near Athena School in Maine called Bingo's or Bimbo's or something like that. <laughs> they do chicken wings. Mm. It's very different and, um, names. I know. And uh, they do peanut butter and jelly wings. Hmm. And fucking stellar. I think the place I had it was joint called the counter. It's like a high end burger chain, like your gourmet kind of stuff. Nice, interesting. Nice. Uh, right. My number three is bacon, side meat. 
Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Bacon's an all-time food anyway, but just on yeah. a burger, it can, you know, I've kind of, I used to be big time on like the give me a thousand things on my hamburger kind of thing. Yeah. I'm kind of like leaning more towards like Chris's realm where it's just like, ah, just give me cheese and bacon. Yeah. Biden. No I'm not sure when it, sandwich, when it was, but yeah. I feel like I remember when, you know, it, I don't know about the broader foodie community, if it was not even called that then, but I remember when bacon started to be offered on burgers back in the, you know, I don't know if it was the late 70s or early 80s, um, you know, but you had- I was in diapers. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I think this is something that may, you know, define one of the- multiple lines showing that you guys are relative babes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank right. you. I didn't know you Bacon. thought I was yeah. that good. Yeah. Call me you a babe. Did. Yep, absolutely. Uh, so number two, um, this is, you know, again, falls into Chris's, this is more normal stuff, but um, but mayo. I, do, I don't remember exactly when I tried a burger with ketchup and mayo instead of ketchup and mustard. You know, many, many, 20, 30 years ago at least, uh, or definitely more than 20. Um, but I now, by far, will prefer mayo over mustard on a burger. Now, I love mustard. I'm, I'm, I'm like a mustard and relish dog, hot dog kind of person versus ketchup. Mm-hmm. But there's something about the ketchup and mayo flavor that, whereas mustard will fight and sometimes overpower the savory, you know, well-seasoned kind of salt pepper burger, the mayo kind of smooths out the tang of the ketchup and provides a much better contrast that highlights the flavor of of a good burger. And so that's, you know, it's like night and day for me. So definitely mayo was a big deal for me to switch over to. Yeah, exactly. Very nice. Interesting. I'm not a huge mayo person. Tuna. That's about it. Mm. Yeah, I don't really sure. use it on yeah. anything else. Uh, where are we on? Number two? Mm-hmm. All right. My number two, the combination of barbecue sauce and onion straws. Ooh. Any kind of a barbecue and that usually has bacon mm-hmm. involved as well, but- So we'll, we'll, call, we'll call it the Western kit? Yeah, that <laughs> exactly. makes me think yeah, Carl's exactly. Jr. And, and Hardee's. A pile and... of crispy onion straws and mm-hmm. nice- My favorite burger is a Western barbecue sauce, mm-hmm. bacon, onion, yeah. Like a oh, sweet so barbecue good. sauce on there. Excellent. Oh, so good. Uh, my number two is my number two is kind of like in the same vein as Sean. It's whatever places burger sauce is pretty much. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Tasty burger. I love their their tasty sauce. Muya, I think has the best. It's almost like a like a, a thousand island with almost like a chipotle kind of kick yeah. to it. Um, you know your wall burger sauce. Uh, that kind of heritage like, to the Big Mac sauce. You know. Yeah, and I still like in, Big in Mac my sauce, childhood, but, right? Less, everyone, less fancy burger and more crappy yeah, burger. Yeah, exactly. But like, please have kind of taken the the Big Mac sauce and kind of like elevated it now. So yeah, yeah. Uh, you can tell like the tasty sauce. I think there's a little dash of Worcestershire or something like that, and they yeah. give it a little zip, and it's just yeah. So yeah. big on the burger sauces. Mm, excellent. I, I approve. Um, all right, so down to number one. Yep, number ones. My number one is yet again kind of pedestrian, but pickles. I you there you know, go. I love a good pickle. I do. Again, I think that goes back to McDonald's cheeseburgers. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure what that was, Chris, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, a pickle. Um, I like just the, the little rounds adding the, the a combo of tang and crunch, but not, you know, but it being kind of a in, in the bite thing versus enveloping the whole flavor. It's just that little extra interest. 
Excellent. That was Appreciate. me just showing my excitement over you waxing poetic about putting pickles in your mouth for <laughs> 30 yeah, seconds. I was so- That was the I was softball so that was tossed over and yeah. I had to push back from the table so, to just keep my So I was there. so enjoying kid show. the mental memory of eating burgers that I completely missed the uh, softball, but you're welcome. <laughs> it's you and awesome. your wife have a way of just teeing those up for me. Uh, and I appreciate <laughs> it. It makes yeah. my job easier. Yeah. Jen's, uh, Jen earlier highlighted her- her ability to say the exact wrong thing. Usually it's literally like right versus left, up versus down, high versus low. <laughs> but earlier she was talking about being shocked by somebody, somebody's willingness to pull the plug on something, whereas she meant pull the trigger. And so I just kind of popped in from the other other room and you know said, you mean pull the trigger? And she's like, yeah. Yeah, that. <laughs> nice. Very cool. All right, um, so that was my, my number, number one. one. You guys both touched upon. And I'm shame on both of you not having it higher. It's bacon. Yeah. Bacon belongs on nice crispy bacon belongs on every single burger. Yeah. Even if you just take the top off and say, you know what? I want to eat this separate and have side meat. Like DJ said. Yeah. You get a little snack with your main meal there. Yeah. Bacon in the burger is good too. Oh God. Oh Oh, yeah. If you get those stuffed burgers, like chunks Mm. of cheddar cheese and the bacon diced up and the ground beef. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. As close to heaven as you can get. Mm, bacon. bacon. <laughs> DJ. Okay, my number one uh, is uh, Chris kind of brought up a little bit. My uh, the best thing to put on a burger is uh, an onion ring or onion straws. Mm, yes. I Either am way. an onion ring freak. I love onion rings. You put them on a burger, it's even Big, better. Fat, thick one on the top of it. Yep. And, oh. Or even like a huge fucking pile, like at Red Robin does with like the whiskey one. Just a huge pile mm-hmm. of onion straws. Um, yep. Ouya does onion straws for as a free topping. It's amazing. How you Celebrate go to Outback? All of that. You go to Outback and get the burger with the blooming onion petals on it mm. and the blooming onion sauce. Next level. So you Next know what level. that is for me. I I agree from a flavor and experience perspective, but it, it falls into I don't like I don't like getting my hands messy and I don't like things that are yeah don't don't start Chris I see you I didn't say formulating. And I don't like burgers that are too big, right? Like I, 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 and onion rings tend to be one of those things that elevates it. And so I have they to squish to it or, yeah. Um, yeah. But I, but I completely agree. Like from a pure flavor and enjoyment perspective, absolutely. Yeah. Well, my thing is like, I love onions. I, I yeah. do. I love onions. Mm-hmm. And in my advanced age now, onions do not like me anymore. So yeah. raw onions will kick mm, my fucking yeah. ass from okay. here to kingdom come. So yeah. Yeah. When you either do a sauteed onion or mm-hmm. an onion ring, but I, I, I'm a crunch. That's my, my favorite texture in anything is crunch, mm. crispy. So a crispy onion fried ring. onion is absolutely crunch. I love yeah. onion rings. Oh, nice. I love them. Yeah, okay, I so want some Sean, burgers. Excellent. Yeah. Sean had for dinner. chopped onions, mayo, and pickles. Mm. Chris had peanut butter and jelly, uh, your Western stuff, your barbecue, your cheddar, your onion strings, and bacon. 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 Mm. And I had bacon. Burger sauce and onion rings or onion straws. Mm. Awesome. The, there's a clear outlier there with the the peanut butter and jelly. Um, I'm definitely interested in trying that at some point. I don't know when that point would be. You got to get the rate. I heard you got to get the ratios right. If you put too much peanut butter, it will fucking ruin it. If you put you have, yeah, you can't just you slather. It. It's not a ton. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Just, it's just a thin. Well, then I'd I'd probably like a specific recommendation of a place that I will actually go sometime to to get one, Chris, because. Uh, you know, yeah. me trying it by myself feels like we've already talked about my utter laziness. Like I will 
I will not cook. Right. So yeah, me going fair. out of my way to do fair. something non-standard with a burger is just over that line of too much work. Fair enough. Understood. Okay, so this was nice. To, this was nice to catch up, everyone. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at fmen37. Please like and subscribe. We reviews to all that other shit that no one wants to do or has time yes. to do because we like to fake it at a point. So, um, hopefully, we'll shorten the gap next time. Mm. And uh, yeah, it's just too much stuff going on. And time to start as we head towards the end of the year. We need to start formulating our plans for. March fatness brackets, yep, and uh, and holiday approach. episodes and stuff. Yep. I, oh, I have yeah. some. Mm-hmm. I have ideas. I think I I had a little bit of a, a, a light bulb went off about some Excellent. stuff. So we'll talk. But Excellent. Okay, everyone. Very thank cool. you much. Thank you for listening, and see you next time. Have a good one. Later, guys. Mm-hmm.